0: That alone has developed a lot of mental fortitude for me to where I won't ever give up. So unless unless I decide to not not continue but that's up to me.
1: Hey y'all, Default's here. My goal with this Limitless Theory 360 podcast is to connect you with the very people that have positively impacted my life and will continue to impact thousands of others by providing education-based and actionable techniques to creating a limitless perspective on life. So my guest today is a former college classmate of mine, someone I bonded with very, very well in class and outside of class in the gym Someone that I talk to very often, so he will not just be on this podcast once, he will be a frequent guest. And he's someone that pushes me all the time, daily, weekly, monthly, because he has transformed his life over the last two years. And I know he is doing what he has to do every day to keep improving, not just his own life, but his clients, a fellow personal trainer, the creator of Revive Muscle, Jake Card. What's up, brother? How we doing?
0: Hey, Dylan. I wanna start off by saying you were the one who pushed me and to follow my dreams of being a personal trainer and jumping into the fitness industry the way I did. Because when I when we were back in college, mm-hmm. you were the one who I looked up to and you were the one who was getting after it ever since you were a sophomore or a freshman.
1: Well, uh, thank you, brother. Really, I appreciate that. I
0: heard that a hundred percent. I definitely didn't even know how to begin and I would actually kind of research you and what you were doing and like your websites and your branding and I just didn't even know where to start I just think I wasn't ready mentally for the confidence that you had
1: no I think that's a big part of it man is is people they they know they want to start but a lot of people just don't know where to and it's sad that we don't get that guidance really especially in school and you never once got taught throughout college all right, if you want to start your own personal, brand, uh, personal training brand, this is how you should go about it. This is what you should do. There was no mentor for that. There was no professor that was helping you teach and, and learn those skills to do that. Nope. So it's, it's tough. Um, and I have been fortunate to have people that pushed me in that direction, gave me that confidence to start at that age. So I'm glad it could get passed on. Paying it forward is what it's all about. Just like we do with our clients now, whether they want to do their own sort of uh, fitness venture or they just want to improve their overall health and lifestyle, and we can provide that education for them. And I think that's all this life is you live, you learn, and you pass it on. Yep. So I wanted to start back when you were younger i know you you've said multiple times and the people that follow you know your story of not always being uh the person that was fit or known for sports or anything of that nature so take me back to when you were 10 11 12 in you know middle school or elementary whatever it may have been what was life like for you where was where was your health at
0: when i was 10 years old Pretty much all throughout middle school and even the start of high school, I had no purpose. I mean, I was an only child, wasn't really, I was brought up in a good family situation, Mm. but no real like guidance in terms of uh, a, a role model, a mentor. Like, so I didn't really have the drive that someone who had maybe educated parents had or a successful parent, for example. Like, I love my mom, but she never she she didn't you know she didn't have a super successful business growing up and uh, I mean my grandfather was a role model to me, which is partially why I'm here today because uh, he owned his own company for a while and he pushed himself, he invested, he gave me all the right ideas. but I was misguided when I was younger, frankly because I was never gifted at anything. I was never gifted at school, I was never gifted book smarts. Uh, street smarts I had street smarts but that's about it and personal
1: valuable though those are very valuable
0: (laughs) yeah that's yeah that's so I had that going for me but I just never had any passion towards anything I mean I remember probably for the past six years from 10 to 16 years old every day after school I would come home I'll I'll give you my routine probably every day come home after school at 2 p.m. I'd have a box of Cheez-Its three Cokes And then I would play Call of Duty until probably about 7 p.m. and then I would ask my mom to go get me McDonald's and my typical order, mind you this is every single day, was a Oreo McFlurry, the double quarter pounder meal with a medium fry and a a Diet Coke. That was my meal every single day and I had the the Cheez-Its right after school. I mean I wasn't living any active lifestyle. I didn't know anything about fitness and nutrition, frankly, because no one in my family was brought up around that. So Mm I was lost in that sense. And it caught up to me big time. Like I was really, really out of shape. I think I was the way I described it to people is I had hair down to here. So I had like a mop head and then I was 5'3 back when I was 14 years old. I was pretty short when I was younger. And then I was two hundred and like thirty-five pounds at, at thirteen years old. That's that's really big. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Well, I wouldn't have guessed any of that. And and I never did either knowing you in school. So let's transition to where things started to catch wind like where did you begin to say all right maybe I should do something different or maybe I should start to get into this because by the time you were 18 you knew you wanted to go to school for training and exercise science so where did that whole 14 to 18 range mindset change
0: I think the you know to be flat out honest with you the bullying was was a problem for a while and it wasn't because i was like an outcast or anything like that like people and people liked me because i was funny and i was still really nice and genuine but they knew that i was an easy target so that's that's kind of one of the reasons why i decided to change there's multiple reasons like so that's one of them the bullying and then i had idols were mainly were my of the people who bullied me to be honest with you um but yeah, I looked, I looked up to them because they were in shape and they got all the girls and they had so many guy friends and I really didn't have any of that. I just had video games and food and like a couple of close friends, which I am very appreciative that I actually had friends because I know some people that are in that kind of hostile environment, they have nothing. So I can't imagine what they have to go through on a day-to-day basis if they have nothing to retreat to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that being said, It was, I think it was probably when I was, I remember I joined the football team because I told you I was never into sports, but Mm -hmm. my grandfather was like, you know, why don't you do something like manly back in the day, (laughs) like like football or something or baseball. I was like, I don't like baseball. I did baseball when I was very young as just like a fun thing Mm -hmm. that everyone did, but um, yeah, no, I mean, I played football and it was, it was interesting because I didn't know any of the rules. I never watched a football game in my life because I told you I would eat cheese all long. <laughs> I I was totally lost and everyone, mind you, in high school, I don't know if it was the same thing with you, but people who played football, they played for pretty much until they were like, since they were like seven years old. So they knew all the rules. They knew the game and they loved the game. I was just like, I'm here to have some fun, guys. <laughs> That's the wait a second, that's Jake, that's the kid that we make fun of every single day. So let's let's make it even worse for him. (laughs) So throw the football
1: at you, make you carry shit, and then when you're on the field just gang tackling or cracking you as hard as possible for no reason, that kind of stuff.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And and it wasn't just that, it was it was really just – they would – because I had the same number of uh, a client of mine now, Anthony, who was someone who he knows. He used to make fun of me a lot. But I had the same number of him because freshman year we had a, we had one duplicate number, which was 29. Mm-hmm. And that was Anthony's number, but the, the coach gave me that number as well. And I was a nose guard, mind you. So 29 isn't really a nose guard number, but <laughs> it is because think about it. He's, he was like one of the best players on the team uh total you know he's popular he was in shape and he was a good player and I have the same number as him so he was pissed so he made it every single day to to make sure that I I hated football and I was I was miserable and if Anthony's watching I know you did that (laughs) but 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 it's all good now because you know you live and you learn and he's learned that you can't be really mean to people, but he, he, he really enjoys me now. So it's, it's good that that's the way it was, but he actually helped me. I, I, I give a lot of credit to people who brought me down because they like, like your question is like, they really developed me to rethink kind of my mindset. Cause my mindset was just almost like on a, on a spinning wheel. I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to come home after school and then retreat from everything and not fix the problem. And that's something nowadays where I, I mean, we talk about this too. Like people don't, people want to improve same thing with exactly what we do in terms of fitness, but they don't want to do anything to to improve. They don't want to sacrifice,
1: right? They want, they want the result without the sacrifice or they want the, the habit to be built without the, um, the, the education needed to do so or the reflection needed to understand that, the habit they have is not benefiting them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's crazy that you say that, all of that, because I think back to my days playing football in, in high school. My freshman year, I played – I had never played football before in my life. Yeah. And – it was very much the same thing. I watched football, but I was never super in love with it. Basketball was my love. I everything and anything basketball. That's what I did from the age I was like four to still today. It's the number one thing I, I love to do in terms of sports.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's so crazy because I didn't know anything, I didn't know jack shit and i was five feet tall 106 pounds oh yeah i was on the other end of the spectrum from you i was super super small and i got tossed around like a rag doll on the football Mm. field and it put me in a place where like okay i have to i have to figure out a way to suppress the fact that i'm like limping or like hurting every single time that I go to practice and like every time I go to make a tackle I can't because I need three other people to help me take them down because I'm just way too small but I put my head in there every day and I did not care and at the end of the season I realized there was no way I was going to do anything beyond freshman football at that size so I stopped playing and I said all right I just want to focus on basketball Long story short, by senior year, I was very much someone that, like, got along with everybody. And I had lots of great, amazing friends. I had lots of awesome friend groups. I Same. played basketball. I had all my, like, childhood friends played baseball. And my best friend played on the football team. So, eventually... I, I decided it was my senior year. I said, I'm going to play football, basketball, and baseball. I'm going to do all three. And uh, senior year of football was one of the best things that ever happened to me because of the people I met and the, the people that I was on that team with and the camaraderie we had, the brotherhood, and just everything I learned about persevering. And we had amazing coaches we were the best, one of the best uh, teams in my school history, and it was really awesome. But I think back to it, and I was, I was that asshole senior who was friends with the captains and did all the cool stuff and hung out with everybody outside the I threw parties at my house, so when I think back on it, I was real. I really was an asshole, and I used to. I don't think I partook in a lot of stuff that was demeaning to other people, but I know for a fact, I never stood up for anybody. And that's something I'll always, always, always regret. Um, Because I know how it affects people now. And I just didn't understand that at that point in my life. And I think that's why it took such a big transition when I got to was of like, I totally went into a wormhole. And I became very quiet. I was not very explosive with my personality as much as I was in high school. So it's funny that we both kind of went in to the same thing with football. But now I think about it too. And I I sit there and I regret all the stuff that I said to people or stuff that I watched go on while people were getting picked on and stuff like that. And I think it's something – Um, Now that I'm being so much more aware and learning so much about psychology and ACEs and childhood trauma and all that stuff, how it affects people. um, It's something that I try to really implement to the kids that I mentor. Um, I have a kid that I train that's 14 years old. And uh, I'm always talking to him about about stuff like this. And then I have a mentee that I go to see at the, the school Uh, once a week during the school year and I always make sure to have like genuine genuine conversations and make sure that they understand the power of of this kind of stuff because it can add up absolutely not everybody can reflect and look in the mirror and do what you did with it which is say okay how can I change or how can I get out of this wormhole that I'm in and um respect to you for that 100 percent. that's real
0: it's tough dude like i mean when you're when you're that down in the dumps and you have also when you have nothing to look forward to in terms of like a hobby or a passion you anything can 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 get you kind of like kind of demotivated you know what i mean like they can, they know what to pick on because they know that i'm just going home after school every day and playing games and they know i don't have any any sports to play or hobbies to play, or that many friends or parties to go to. Uh, I didn't drink or smoke, I still never have, never will, but uh, that's something that they just knew that they could pick on me. So that that alone though, was probably about 80% of the reason why I changed and decided to change and something kind of ticked in my brain to, instead of just living life in society like a lot of people do in terms of kind of just going through the motions uh doing the bare minimum not really caring or at least lying to themselves that they don't care and uh that that was that was something that i tried to break out of but i was living that and i understand that people get these these motions nowadays that they just want to do the bare minimum because life can break you down like we'll get into later but uh, you know my story with with when I when I just recently lost that the training for a little while. Like mm-hmm. anyone's going to try to bring you down, if you're successful, if you're failing, they're going to push you in each direction. So if mm-hmm. you're good, they're going to push you down. If you're doing bad, they're going to push you down. So it's just the way it is nowadays. It's crazy. So I think it's I think
1: it's always been a part of of society, but I think a big thing that we're experiencing as millennials in the Gen Y, Gen X is the internet is exposing us to unprecedented amounts of opportunity, but also negativity, right? Oh, yeah. Because we get more bad information in a single day by looking through time feeds or having these conversations with other people so frequently and so often throughout the course of 24 hours, we're exposed to more negative news than someone in the 1920s was in an entire year. Mm -hmm. So a hundred years of evolution and our brain has been evolving for thousands and thousands of years. So a hundred years is this minute little speck and we're expected to run with the punches of unprecedented amounts of negativity in 24 hours compared to 365 days. Yeah. So it's, and it's all about your choice of what you consume from food to energy with relationships and content that people are putting on the internet or putting in books and magazines, newspapers, whatever it may be it's all about what you consume because if you're not watching CNN Fox and the six o'clock news, then you're going to have a lot more positivity. <laughs> yeah, uh, You know what I'm saying? If you cut those relationships with people that just like to push you down, push you down, push you down or anything for that nature that is negative, you have the opportunity to insert positive in there and completely change the realm of each day you either get further down each day or you get further up there's no there's no steady state anymore no. there really isn't um because we're evolving so so fast and things change so frequently so um i think it's it is really true that where regardless of where you are there's going to be people pushing you down but it's a matter of all right, wh- what can I do to get away from that? Or how can I push in the opposite direction um, without exerting way too much energy and just drowning myself trying to do so,
0: you know, Absolutely. like trying
1: to, trying to push through a brick wall when sometimes you just have to go around. Yep. Um, so yeah, man, I, it was a weird couple of weeks where we hadn't talked and I was like, Something's up with Jake. I got to I gotta check him out and see what's going on because we were talking like every week, this, that, this, that. We're talking websites, apparel, you know, branding and marketing and everything. And um, then it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, we got to see what's going on. But I'm glad that, like you said, you're persevering through that and you're figuring it out, finding other ways. So yeah. – I want to, because I told everybody, right, you're the creator of Revive Muscle, the the one and only Revive Muscle. So where did you come up with Revive? What does Revive mean to you?
0: So, Like I said, in terms of my transformation, I decided to fuel all the energy of not being, kind of being bullied, not having any passion. And something clicked in me when I was I think I was graduating freshman year, and that was after the f- football season when mm-hmm. I had a time. And my friend and I decided to just try out exercise. And funny, like, funny or not, like, we played basketball, actually, as my mm-hmm. first fitness. And because it's a very, it's, it's a challenging sport, but it's also beginners can do it because they have so many little fun games you can play. <laughs> That's why basketball is such a great sport. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we would play basketball at the YMCA every single day for, f- like, probably five hours a day because we, came, we became obsessed. Like, we literally became obsessed. And we just noticed that we cut out the diet. We had some people telling us you should eat uh, less junk food and more Brilliant. good, or at least just snack like a lot. So we, we, we picked that option. And yeah, my diet was probably not a hundred percent because I had no real guidance, mm-hmm. I think like 1300 calories a day when I was 14 years old or 15 years old. It's not a lot at all, but being that overweight, I mean, I probably needed it to to an extent, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, we play after school every day for five hours. And I remember this was the summer right after, right after we graduated, we decided to lose weight and, we just we just were obsessed, and we would do. I remember we'd do three hours of basketball, and then three hours of uh, like kind of just fooling around the gym, like just having fun. We'd go with we'd go with a couple people of our friends, yeah, so you know, I'm not even exercising, uh, which is another topic that we can talk about later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. So we would do the elliptical, and we'd make it account to burn a thousand calories, like every workout, every day. Just it was almost unhealthy behavior. But because we never experienced to it, we decided to just go all in. And I remember my friend lost about 30 pounds in three months, and I lost 65. 65 pounds. Oh, in three months. Pounds a month, I'm not kidding you. I remember going back first day of freshman year, everyone knows this, They, I went to homeroom, right? And they called my name, they're like, Jake Card? And I'm like, here. And everyone just turned around. I remember their faces to this day in my mind right now they all turned around and the teacher called my name again i'm not kidding you she called my name again and i said i'm right here and then everyone turned around again and they were like holy shit is that Jake card and i'm like yeah that's me and I i went from 230 or something like that or maybe i was 225 from football uh to like 160 something like insane and they were just like like unbelievable and I remember the teachers were saying like if you have an eating disorder like there's the guidance department and uh, my doctor even with my physical before school she was like I don't know if like you're have anorexia or bulimia or something but I've never seen someone lose weight so fast and I was like maybe it's because I was getting bullied so much for all my life that when I found something that was changing me mentally and physically, I became obsessed. So I said I was going to do anything possible to achieve uh, what I wanted to look like. And more importantly, I tell my clients all the time: I mean, I can get you in the best shape of your life better than you even thought when you came to me. But it's not about that really, because my transformation isn't physical. Really, mm-hmm. it's and I uh, only people that actually have been been in shape for a while can, can tell you this but interviews uh, this podcast for example mm. anything that takes you out of your comfort zone for example I am not afraid of and I was absolutely afraid of that shit every day in my life I would never want to do a presentation I'd never want to say hi to a girl I would never have any confidence for myself well, even myself in the mirror mm. and now uh, it's the total opposite and it's not like I flaunt it because I have it but it's more of a report, uh, kind of a factor that I know if I can achieve something in the gym, for example, or if I can go through all that mental fortitude and constantly break my body down, break my body down, repairing it, repairing it, and then just doing it over and over again uh, and staying consistent. I know that anything else in life, like the, like the problem with the gym, where I, when mm-hmm. I had a new gym, I wasn't going to give up because I know that, I mean, I've been training legs, which is unlike most people, ever since I started, never skipped a, never skipped a leg day in my whole entire life. So that alone has developed a lot of mental fortitude for me to where I won't ever give up. So unless unless I decide to not not continue, but mm-hmm. that's up to me. Nothing's stopping me. So, yeah.
1: So nothing, yeah. But, I like I like that. Nothing nothing is stopping you besides you. So revive really comes from your your ability to bring life back into your head and your mindset and transform your, your mind and your body because you can do that and anybody can do that. If they put in the time and sacrifice the things that they aren't comfortable with letting go of most often and uh, putting themselves in an uncomfortable situation. And that is what really drove me to move down here, man. I was like, I grew up in the same house for 20 years, and most people can't say that. Um, And I, I went to school an hour away from home in Massachusetts. Wow. And I would go home very frequently. I was a big, big, big family person. And... I had to, both my sisters moved down to Florida, uh, one when I was in high school, the other when I was in college. And I always just found myself like safe haven, go home, go home, go home. Always wanted to be home. And um, very like strangely enough, I broke my foot senior year and just, I was like, all right, this is the time to really just do everything that I don't want to do, just get uncomfortable and, and get so uncomfortable that it becomes like a safe haven. And I started just flooding my mind with all of these different opportunities, these podcasts, these YouTube motivational videos and interviews with you know amazingly successful people doing all different sorts of things. And like I said, my business too, uh, the, uh, has it has exposed me to so much and so many amazing people Um, and I've been down to Florida and North Carolina and DC and all these different places that I would have never been and I just started to realize there's so much outside of of where I was what I knew and that's I, I can't speak to that enough just like put yourself in uncomfortable positions uncomfortable places that's another reason I started uh jiu-jitsu did I tell you that, I don't you know did. that and that's dude like I never did like you when you started football like I had at least watched football I was a fan <laughs> but you walked in there you're like I don't even what's the end zone <laughs> I have
0: no idea I'm serious
1: <laughs> that's how I feel in jujitsu right now dude people are like um they're using these terms like Close guard, or I uh, can um, see I don't even know them. Um, <laughs> a triangle, or uh, just like these weird things that I have zero clue on. I've never watched any WWE, I never watched any MMA, I never watched any UFC. Nothing. The only thing I got exposed to was Jackie Chan movies and yeah. the Karate Kid. Oh, and three ninjas. Three ninjas when I was real young. Dude, that's the only exposure I have to anything related to martial arts. So I'm walking into jujitsu like I have no clue what's going on. And it's been awesome, man. I love it because it's I, I get challenged every day to learn something new. And it's there's nothing better. You're, you literally expand your mind and open the realm of possibilities. And then you can share that with other people.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, the thing with yoga for me too. When when hmm. I told you I was doing yoga, when you were doing it too, uh, I decided. I think I picked it up sophomore year of college because I was in so much pain with uh, my body and stuff. Because, like I told you, I had the go 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 mindset, and I never knew when to stop stop stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that's so that's kind of where I decided to look into what the professional athletes were doing and people that would be able to keep performing at a top level, and they weren't going to get injured, really, or they didn't have any injuries for a long time. And for the most part, it was yoga. And I mean, stretching is important, but I tend to stray away from pure stretching, static and dynamic, to be honest with you, and just view it as an art form. So I just do yoga now, uh, or I'll do I'll do Pilates here and there, but it's more of, I like
1: the- How's Pilates. I've never tried Pilates. I figure like I've done similar stuff, but what what do you find? What are you finding as the benefits? How do you like it? Because I've been meaning to go to a class.
0: So Pilates is more. It's more kind of feeling your body in terms of like my training style is all about contractions and maximizing muscle muscle growth, pretty much. So it's just kind of the same thing in in a sense. Pilates is about being able to it's more core 100 percent, than just your full body like your joints and your yoga is more of kind of unison movements and how everything flows which is which is why i like yoga so much but uh pilates is definitely more core and mind muscle connection so activation so it gets a lot of people that's why matter of fact i think that pilates may be better for someone starting like resistance training, strength training, anything, you name it, with, with weights because – or even calisthenics because they need to be able to know how to use their muscles correctly. I don't care mm. how you can move your joints and stuff. You can't control your muscles. It's going to be just as bad. So really good. That's
1: a great point because you're you're referring to the fact that, like, <clears throat> a lot of people are overly mobile and – not equally flexible yep. or the fact that you have people that can move weight but do it so anatomically wrong because muscle recruitment muscle fiber recruitment is completely eradicated and their large muscle groups just take over they have no uh small muscle group training that they've done before and they, they haven't worked on minimal contractions in those areas yep I find that is huge, especially in the rotator cuff uh, and scapula area. Nobody knows how to retract and protract. Nope. um, The the simplest of things. Uh, But so continue to to give me a little bit more on the Pilates. Like you think that's a great place for just overall beginning in in resistance training?
0: Yeah. Because – the way that I train in terms of retraining your mind to be in tune with your body versus just up and down. I don't, I don't ever, when, when people come to me to train with me, for example, I change their whole entire mindset. Like you take whatever you knew before about fitness. I don't care if you're even an exercise science major or whatever you have doctorate degree, et cetera, et cetera. I guarantee you the way that you're going to view efficient Exercise in terms of kind of the results of maximum muscular growth Mm. is way, way different than anyone thinks that they know how to build muscle. And Mm. most people don't. 99% of the population either A doesn't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or B doesn't know how to start. Uh, So they get themselves in that issue. But yeah, Pilates is like, is incredible. I mean, it's a lot about, Using your muscles correctly, activation, and core control, mm. and those are the foundation of what I teach my clients. Even before I look at their their pliability and flexibility and mobility, I mean, I can take you on an FMS or just I don't even. As I can just look at you, yeah, put you some push you through some movements and know if you need work, but you can't know unless you try if they are in tune with their muscles. And no one really is not even people that have been training for 10 years are. So be able to retrain your brain. And I I think to a lot of people challenging a lot of you guys out there, like, or and women, I think Pilates is something and yoga both hundred percent are really good because Pilates is going to train your mind as well as yoga. But instead of it being in unison, kind of like a flow and an art form like yoga is, it's more about controlling your muscles the right way. And that way, matter of fact, you'll probably get less injured than just trying to be more mobile and flexible. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, there's a, a few things that I really, really take seriously at the beginning of, of working with somebody. And like you said, an FMS <sighs> doesn't tell me a lot. It doesn't tell me a lot. I learned much more about the way that you introduce yourself to me after walking in the door. I watch your first couple steps. I look at your posture. I analyze your movement really, really quickly. And the way that you are able to just feel comfortable or uncomfortable in a situation and the way that your nervous system interacts with any external stimuli kind of tells me exactly how it reacts with internal stimuli. Yep. So regardless of what you're telling your brain, it's only going to pay attention to what it wants to and what it knows best and what you've told it to pay attention to for so long. It's chronic. And I think that ability to acutely focus on, a muscle contraction, and do so especially, especially once your heart rate is going. Oh yes. Yeah. Something that people lack so much control over is the breath and the ability to, right, have your heart rate elevated, and then focus on a muscle contraction or an anatomical position, so that you can get into it and then have capacity in it nobody understands that stuff and it's it, i'm definitely still trying to figure out the best way to go about it i think i'm i'm slowly progressing and getting there and getting there in terms of all right a client walks in what's the best way undoubtedly to be able to teach them those things uh, i'm still always evolving that because there's you never know everything but that's really good to know about Pilates. I'm going to put it in my schedule to do it next weekend. Um, I have a lot of clients who do it, but then come to me and they think we do different things. Does that bother you?
0: Uh, Yes, it does. Because I don't, you shouldn't, I don't think you should cross-transfer or, cross-transfer or cross-compare different types of training styles. I think they complement each other. I don't think that you should look at Pilates and say, oh, wow, like whatever Dylan's doing in terms of re- reconstructing my breathing or my mobility or my activation work or just how I function as a normal human being pain-free. That they complement each other and they don't need to clash each other. I mean, I think if you can control your muscles, and especially if you can add in controlling your joints around that, you can. You will literally probably, if you if you truly can do it, you won't get injured ever again, and you won't have any pain ever again, if you stay consistent. That's my asterisk. So, yeah.
1: My main thing too is, I think of fitness as so much more than. The, the traditional things that you hear in the fitness realm of all right, you're either with a personal trainer or you're at physical therapy or you are at Pilates or yoga or a boot camp or a HIT training. Yeah. All of these like fad words. It's like playing a sport is fitness. Uh you know, going surfing is fitness to me. Jiu Jitsu is fitness to me. Yep. Um You know simply taking five minutes out of my day to roll out when I feel stiff after doing some work on the computer that's fitness that is so much a part of everything that you do anytime you move it's you're training your nervous system we've talked so much about that I know we're gonna have a complete podcast on that (laughs) with and alone uh, by itself so um i think the next thing that i was thinking of oh, what was it i lost it that's no, fine you have anything i was it was a transition from pilates
0: uh yeah no i mean well i was i actually wanted to bring up something so I don't know speak people that are watching for example like we train i'm i'm gonna speak probably for you too Dylan. like when we train our clients uh i have someone right now for example that his goal was hey i want to put on i want to put on muscle mass okay that's to me that's extremely simple so some people that's they don't know where to begin but i i said okay you want to get that Lo and behold, secretly, I didn't want to tell them, okay, we're not even going to really work on that until we work on what I know you need to work on first. Mm-hmm. Because if we build on your muscle structure first, before we address the issues that you have, you're, you're never going to gain any more muscle. And that's, I think, another reason why people get stuck in plateaus. This is something that is important for people. Plateaus are the, the gain killer, as they say it, or mm-hmm. people that can't, they stay in the same body type or the same body shape. You're doing that for a reason, you know, they, they are doing it for a reason whether well, they want to believe it or not, whether they're in denial or not about it, the way you look is the, is the way you train and the way, you, the way you work. And if you look the same and you're not getting results and say, for example, I have someone who's been training for five years and said, Oh, Jake, I know how to put on muscle. I mean, I'm, I've, I'm 170. For example, I've been training for five years. I only do bodybuilding, which is a red alert for me because you should be way more than one seventy if you only do bodybuilding. Uh, and you know, that, so but those are just red flags. And when when I train them, for example, when I look at them when they first walk in the door, just like you said, I know that they have a thousand problems wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And I know that the, one of the main one of the main reasons is their posture and their posture, and not just their posture if they have sl- rounded shoulders, but how they use their body and that's something that's important and what i what i never really understood was people would always say hey you stretch out for example you strengthen your tendons ligaments and in, in the small muscles rotator cuff, cup for example around the bigger muscles that support that base uh you will be able to gain size in other areas and i never really understood that until i started doing it and i'm like holy shit like they're actually true i can break plat through plateaus muscular and strength wise by paying attention to those things. And it's because when you get into such a rhythm of doing what you're doing, uh, number one, you're going to stay stagnant because your body needs change in some form of direction, whether that's intensity, duration, types of exercise, you name it. And something that may be new to you is like, or maybe not, but you don't have to look at it as just intensity, duration, sets, reps. How about we break down the individual sets so I look at it as many many milestones like we'll look at okay how's your concentric contraction and yeah. how can you how can you load the muscle eccentrically as well those yeah. are the things that I think set me apart from people in terms of how I can build, build people's frames up to look like fitness models or competitors or just or just look the best they've ever looked because they overlook that type of training and I know that you know that uh, but yeah, that's I do. Of, yeah.
1: yeah, I do a lot of eccentric and isometric uh, with my clients, uh, and I use that as a benchmark. Um, like a a simple one that I do with a lot of the people I've been working with for a while. Um, some of my guy clients is an isometric ninety degree pull up hold or chin up hold. Mm-hmm how long can you sit there and hold that for? A lot of the people, when I started working with them three seconds in, they were like, I'm done, I'm done. Now they're holding for 20, 25, 30 seconds. They're just sitting there like this. They finally start to get shaky at 20 seconds. And it's like, okay, so we're making a lot of of strength progress because isometrically you can produce more strength than – eccentrically or concentrically isometrically your muscle fibers can create more force that way. Um, And it's, it's something that I definitely like we've had this conversation with. I've had this conversation with you plenty of times is I find myself wanting to look bigger. And then I find myself not wanting to, I find myself wanting to and not wanting to, I go so far back and forth, back and forth, And, um, meanwhile, over the last couple of years, I've progressively added more lean muscle mass. Um, but I definitely am not where I want to be, um, getting closer and closer, but it's because I find myself torn between the type of training that I want to do. And we've talked about that before. How do I want to break it down? where do i want to focus for these next four to six weeks then i'll focus there for these next four to six weeks and i finally think i'm starting to get on that path um because of the conversation we had what like a month ago where you were like no you know i want you to uh to consider it and try it and put yourself through it because what else do you have to lose you have to try it you have to know Yeah. So, um, I finally am getting into a push pull routine for me where I'm doing uh push two days a week, pull two days a week. Uh, and I do jujitsu on those same days. So, uh, I'm starting to get into a little bit of a routine. I'm just making it a point that for the next four weeks, that's the only thing that I stick to. And that's like my regimen, regimen, regimen. And then I'll transfer to something else. And it's been a combination of weighted exercises and um, ending with calisthenic exercises. Good. Yep. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I presume. <laughs> like, I mean, calisthenics can build muscle too, but to a point. Okay. There's yeah. only so much where you need external stimulation. Uh, so, that's something i'm a huge believer on like i still do pull-ups i do push-ups i do dips, i do uh, plenty of stuff i do the handstand Mm push-ups you name it but i don't prioritize that those are accessories for me
1: yeah that's a good way to look at it i like that um i've been really digging deep into kettlebell and mace and animal flow um that's been a huge thing for me as of late and how I'm programming that into what I'm doing right now is I work on kettlebell mace and animal flow skills for about five to ten minutes before my lift and that becomes something that gets my heart rate up and helps me when I'm fresh work on a new skill and a new movement for you know movement variability and in gaining capacity in certain areas um, but it's also great for just opening my body up and oh yeah getting getting loose and, and feeling ready um now that i've put my my central nervous system under some sort of uh weighted external stress so yep. um dude i did a, a workshop a couple weeks ago it's called uh, the 4Q system um from Institute of Motion mm-hmm. and uh it was really intriguing. He said, this is how we should look at exercise Four Q. There's four quadrants. You have your basic, which everyone does. You have, it's your traditional, like you were talking about before bodybuilding, uh, is loaded linear, right? Thanks. So you have just uh, hamstring curl, bent press, something of that nature, just loaded linear. Then you have unloaded linear movements, push-ups, pull-ups, squats, deadlift without any weight, like just working on a hip hinge um, or like a hip bridge. And then you have in the bottom right, you have your unloaded 3D movements. So things where you're having your spine rotate um, in the transverse plane. And then what most people lack and what most people don't do enough of is your loaded 3D movements, which is why I'm really getting into the kettlebell mace. Um, And the guy that did it, uh, Giovanni Roselli, you can check him out. He's a former WWE wrestler. um, And he was dying from all these different ailments and injuries he was having. He got introduced to this stuff and he does tons, he does, you know, Workshops all around the country now speaking on this stuff, but loaded linear movements. Um, and he works along with Viper. I don't know if you're familiar with Viper. Mm. It's, um, it almost looks like a PVC pipe uh, and it has handles on it and it's open on both ends.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah.
1: So he works alongside them and, um, so he does a lot of kettlebell, mace, and viper stuff, and I took a couple things from him. And I actually, we it was it was like an integrative workshop. So we were doing, you know, come up with exercises for a specific body part within a certain quadrant of the four Q. And I I used your uh, your lat pull down example, okay. where if the machine is here, you actually sit perpendicular to it and you're going and pulling down this way and uh i had wrote that down and i had said uh it's basically like a, a i didn't know what to call it i was with a little group of people i was like it's like a perpendicular lat pull down and <laughs> they were like they were like well, what are you talking about <laughs> i had to show them they were like oh wow yeah that no, makes perfect sense you're just elongating the muscle fibers of the lat by getting that uh, thoracic rotation
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they were like oh yeah okay awesome so I was thinking about you when I was there but it was it was really cool you should check out um, like I said Giovanni Roselli I think I'm gonna be getting a workout in with him soon which will be really cool yeah um, but <clears throat> we clearly have so much more to talk about we didn't, yeah. we didn't even scratch the surface <laughs> yeah.
0: We did. We did. We didn't even. We didn't even. Matter of fact, we didn't even look at. We didn't really dive into any topics. To be honest, we're just kind of getting to know each other. And-
1: yeah, more so. And, and uh, for our community of of people that will hear much more from us in the future. So, um, what is the next big thing you're working on right now?
0: So today, actually, I'm working with my friend Jackson. We're gonna finish the website. So Shopify is gonna be up. So we're working with Shopify to add in. The add to cart features, cool. so you're able to purchase the programs right off of that, and then you know via Venmo PayPal. Then, uh, do a web, do a web re- redesign because I like the way it looks, but we want to make it even more user friendly, but simple. Like I want to go after kind of the design of Nike and Gymshark in terms of they have a lot of appealing uh, colorized images, but it's very straightforward. So that's that's the way I want to go for my website but that's it's simple yeah, that's kind of it in terms of today, today alone yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then like I've been telling you for a while I've been working on the manuals so that's just another way to just to reach other people that may not be prepared to do a one-on-one session for me may not have the confidence to do online coaching may not have the confidence to buy a program. Uh, to do a diet plan an exercise program you name it. It's just going to be kind of more of a How do I sit in the background get information? That's correct. That's not just going to put you like a hamster on a spinning wheel uh, And then just you know nice and cheap and simple which is going to give you Informations to start to gain confidence and mm-hmm. fitness No one should have the feeling like I tell you and all my clients it aggravates me that people don't have any confidence in themselves and their bodies. It aggravates me that people don't act upon that. And this is coming all from love because that was me and now it's not me. And that's something that this is why I joined this, this industry and this business is not to make money. It is not to even transform people's bodies because to me, that's just a gift that I have that is not really that difficult for me. Supply it's a yeah it's just retraining the mind dude like that's all it is like i want people to never have like and i did a I did a post about this a couple of weeks ago on instagram i want a, i want people to never have the feeling of uh feeling down on themselves or being bullied or not knowing what to act on or what passion to follow or what hobby to follow or not loving themselves or having to wear a t-shirt in the pool for example all that shit i had to go through that's the reason why, and that's what fuels my energy to get people results. And and that's why I reach out to so many people and do so much community out, community outreach and actually care about my clients. Uh, not just mon- a lot of coaches nowadays, we can get into this too. Like mm-hmm. they're all about just monetization money. Like how can I rob my clients or my consumers as much as possible? Uh, I could care less about that. It's really just how to give you a good product that's going to get you to where you want to be, not just physically, not just mentally, but how can that improve your everyday life and looking at fitness a different way, looking at controlling your lifestyle a different way and just being able to enjoy the things you like to do like pizza and donuts <laughs> and bread, while living a healthy lifestyle.
1: Nice, so, dude. I, I love that. Uh, I think of it as just providing as much value to that person as possible with the hopes that they take it and run with it. Because the one thing that bothers me is people say I can't. Amen. And it's so not true. Everybody can take a step in the right direction. It doesn't matter where you are, where you want to be, and if it's realistic for you to get there. But you can take a step in the right direction. And even if you can't get there, you push somebody else to do the same thing. Yep. And there's no better feeling than that alone. So, um, all right, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find your programs, your online coaching. And then I got one last question for you.
0: Absolutely. So, com. And then also on Instagram, it's Revive Muscle. And uh, you can see me on Facebook as well, on, at Revive Muscle. So that's where you can find me. Pretty
1: simple. All right. uh, what about YouTube? Anything there?
0: So that's something that's, that's something I should have answered in your question as well, uh, two questions ago. So that's something that I'm working on 100%. That's something mm-hmm. that I think, same thing with the podcast. We've talked about personality, people mm-hmm. like I, myself, like to watch people that actually have personality vlogs day in the life cheat days yeah. uh, workouts filming your workouts and editing them to make them fun uh, that's something that's in the in the works hundred mm-hmm. percent not sooner than, and, and not later than sooner it's gonna be sooner than later for sure wow. so. awesome
1: you and Jack working on that together
0: we are yeah so yeah. in a couple of weeks I'm gonna I want to get a couple of videos filmed uh, yeah. That's just that's just a minor thing. As long as as well as the manuals and the ebooks and everything.
1: Awesome. All right. Cool. And then my last question: Top five people, dead or alive, that you would like to have a thirty-minute conversation with? Go. Huh.
0: Well, number one would probably be Charles Poliquin. 100% hundred uh, percent he's in my opinion one of the most successful personal trainers in the industry and uh, I would love to pick his brain for sure mm-hmm. okay Ben Pokulski like I tell you all the time he is my absolute favorite person in this fitness industry as long as uh, as well as the muscle doc Jordan they're both kind of coincide with each other but those are those two people a hundred percent I would like to pick their brains because I could probably learn so, so much to be able to impact my clients. It's unbelievable. Uh, and that's actually where I get a lot of my inspiration and a lot of my techniques from like, okay. yeah, I've been doing that in, in school, obviously my undergrad, mm-hmm. but a lot of it's just hands on and, and mm-hmm. learning what the people that actually have success are doing. Yes. So, and then besides them, I mean, it, my, my, one of my biggest people that I look up to is my grandfather, 100%. And I told you that in the very, very beginning. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he's someone who I looked up to because he always did stuff outside the box. He was a super saver. Uh, he always told me, Jake, you don't need to make a lot of money. You seem to save a lot of money. Uh, and, you know, he, doesn't, he never wanted me to fail. He never wanted me to be struggling. So those mm-hmm. are two things that fuel me every day to not do because I know that he was capable of doing that and his life growing up in terms of when, when we were our age was a lot harder than I'm at right now for my trajectory and same thing with yours. So if he can do it, anyone can do it. And he's something who tells me every single day, like, you know, you just got to push yourself every single day. And if you get knocked down, get back up. If you fail, go again. Like it's just, that's just the way it is. And that's my mentality. And, Another thing, not just him taught me that, the gym taught me that as well. So benefits to to being physically fit, mentally and physically. I mean, it's it's crazy to me.
1: No, absolutely. All right. So we got Charles, Ben, your grandfather.
0: And Jordan, too. Jordan, Uh, what
1: was his last name?
0: I think it's Shallows. I'm I'm not sure – you can look him up on Instagram. It's The Muscle Doc on Instagram. Okay. He's gotcha. really he's the one who taught Ben Pokulski but Ben Pokulski more kind of publicized everything. You got it. probably my last person to be completely honest with you, you're going to be like what the heck. Uh, <laughs> but it would probably have to be Hafthor Bjornsson, uh the strongman competitor, or uh, Game of Thrones The Mountain. Okay. Uh, Just because I followed his vlog for the past, like, a year and a half, two years. (laughs) He's just an incredible human being. Like, I don't care about strength. Like, his motivation and his dedication and his consistency, just everything. You boil it down. I mean, he's got a warrior's mindset and a warrior's work ethic, and that's someone who I strive to be every single day. So
1: That's awesome. I think that's something that is is hugely
0: hugely
1: under talked about it's just that ability to drive yourself to do things you never thought you could i i was listening to a podcast yesterday man of a guy who swam he was the first person to swim from these two islands like off the coast of l.a or they were in Hawaii or something. He swam to one and back to the other and four years previous to that, he didn't even know how to swim. Wow. Crazy, absolutely insane. He's the only person to ever do that. And he, four years before that, couldn't even swim. He had no idea. Well, how? Absolutely insane. Open water, deep sea, swimming in the middle of the night, like that. Away. Uh -uh. how how wild is that man and people look at him like no way that's not possible it's crazy and he was like yeah whatever like i i'm living proof that it is possible damn um but dude thank you so much this was awesome like i said we just scratched the surface um for everybody who listened and watched i hope you took something from this there was a lot to be taken everything from having a purpose to cultivating one and reviving yourself and your mindset to get out of the dumps regardless of when it happens and where you are in your life to uh, specific training adaptations and getting beyond plateaus. Um, We're just getting to, to dive in and we're just getting started for both of us. So I'm super excited to see what comes in the future Super excited to see your new website and uh, your YouTube channel, and um, I will be posting this probably within three to four weeks, but uh, in the meantime, I'm going to start posting all of the ones that I've previously recorded next Sunday, so I'm looking forward to start releasing these, getting them on YouTube, getting them on Spotify and Apple Music, and uh, getting the word out there, man. We're growing. Absolutely. We're all up. So thank you again, everybody. Please go check out Jake Card and Revive Muscle. You will not be disappointed. And until next time, be limitless. Please, y'all, if you were able to take anything from today's podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and anybody looking to live that free and limitless lifestyle. Or you could even write a review or leave a comment down below for us. It'll be greatly appreciated. I'm also looking to partner with the best of the best in the brands and services that are going on in these industries that I'm discussing here with guests. And I believe we have some. So please go check them out and support them whenever possible. You will not be disappointed. All right, y'all, you have to check out ReviveMuscle.com. Jake was very kind, and he is giving everybody 15% off to all of his programs at ReviveMuscle.com. If you are looking for a program to get you started or to elevate your game and get you through plateaus, check out what he's got use code revive 15 at checkout revive 15 at checkout to get 15% off any of the programs on ReviveMuscle.com. courtesy of Jake card secondly the podcast today was brought to you by isotonics Isotonics isotonics.com backslash limitless theory is where you'll find all the top of the line world and ed- world's most advanced nutraceuticals that I've been using for more than four years they have changed my life I haven't been sick in five years I was able to get rid of patella tendinitis get through a broken foot without any uh, pain medications uh, these things have done wonders for me and I'm sure they'll do the same for you check out some of the reviews at Isotonix.com and if you choose to buy anything Go to isotonics.com backslash limitless theory and use code 10 off MA. That is 10 Capital O F F Capital M Capital A. Ten offMA all capitals for 10% off at isotonics.com, the world's most adla- advanced nutraceuticals. And lastly, our partner store for today is findyourtrainer.com findyourtrainer.com is the best in the game the one-stop shop to help you find a personal trainer in your area they will be working outside inside at private and local gyms all you can do when you're looking to get healthy is take the first step to your healthiest self by finding you a personal trainer, a professional that will help you customize a workout regimen to your physical needs and abilities. So make sure to check it out. FindYourTrainer.com is a partner store with shop.com backslash limitless theory. There you can create a free account and have access to 5% cash back on any of the personal trainers. that. You sign up with and buy session through on findyourtrainer.com. And if you are an unfranchised owner, you get 11% IBV. So if you're looking for an in person personal trainer, someone that you can meet up with in your local area, at a gym or outside, just feel free to hit me up and I can give you all the details. Alrighty. As mentioned before, these partnerships are really cultivating the relationships that are going to allow this podcast podcast to continue on for the listeners, for the viewers, and for myself and the whole Limitless Theory community. So please go check them out and support whenever and wherever you can. Uh, It definitely won't go unnoticed and I'm forever grateful. Thank
0: you and take care.
1: Which leads me right into the next. Go check out nutrimetricscom backslash Limitless Theory.